0: Welcome to The American Coach, it's Entertainment Talks Podcast for Ted Lasso on Apple TV+. I'm your host Matthew, this is for Season 2, Episode 8, Man City. Uh, I thought this episode was fantastic, really really enjoyed it. Um, First half was definitely a build up to the second half of the episode, you've got a little bit of a longer episode this week. They're usually about 35 minutes aren't they, but this one was about 45 (coughs) or so. Um, but really, really good stuff this week. Lots of different things to kind of talk about. Um, quite a sad episode overall, but with a happy ending, I suppose we could say, with, uh, Sam and Rebecca. Uh, what thing do I want to touch upon first? Uh, because you've got Sam and Rebecca. you got Jamie and his dad. you got Ted and Sharon. Obviously, the, the, um, when she had a bike crash and everything. Uh, and then you've got the match. Um... What do I want to go to first? Let me let me get my negative out of the way for the episode. And this is a negative thing that I've continued to talk about. But was addressed again in this episode. So I'll, I'll talk about the, the negative stuff first. And then I'll get on to everything else which I pretty much liked. Higgins is a joke character. Um, He's the director of football. And he keeps popping up in different places in the building. Every time there's a every time there's a scene with him, he's in a different place. Are you t- are you telling me that the director of football in a football stadium, or that the grounds where they are, cannot find an office to sit in, and as a result? Is doing things like moving from room. I don't know why he's moving from room to room. I don't know why that's happening. But he's literally in a cupboard. In this episode. Why? Why is Higgins. I think since the start of season 2. He started doing this. I don't remember what was going on with him in season 1. This has been a recurring theme. For several episodes. And of course this week it's highlighted. When he talks to Jamie about the tickets for his dad. Why is Higgins? It it feels like it's supposed to be a joke, like it's supposed to be a sort of oh look, Higgins, he's in a, uh, you know, oh he's in a, he's in a different room. Oh, where's he gonna pop up this week? I I am not finding that funny. Some people might, some people might be like, oh look, look, Higgins, he's in a he's in a cupboard again. Um, like that's a very important person for the football club, and I mean even even as a football fan, I I don't know every single role. Of a football team, of a football club. Um, but I know that the director of football is pretty important. Why is Higgins in a cupboard? He's actually in a cupboard this week. Like before, it was sort of he was in the corner of Rebecca's office and he was like propping up his laptop on this little stool or a little table. He was knocking over his pencil case and it was, or the thing that holds his pencils and it was supposed to be funny. Not even that was funny. But I don't understand why they can't just give him an office. And this has been happening pretty much all season. He decided to give his office to Rebecca. Even though her office is pretty big. I guess it's her office now. But it's, And I mean she is the owner of the football club. But like. What, what, What is the show trying to do with that? I don't understand. Because if you're trying to make me laugh thinking of like oh where's Higgins gonna pop up this week what little box or I don't know where is he gonna be um I don't get it I don't understand it plus the fact that when he's talking to Jamie this week it's about a relatively serious conversation like father father issues and that sort of thing and Jamie's sort of like oh I guess I've got to do this and find my dad tickets and stuff but it still wasn't funny um, Like he knocks on the door and he opens it. And Piggins has got like a broom next to his head. Or whatever it was. He's got like... I don't... He, he's in basically... It looked, it looked like he was in like a cleaning cupboard of, of sorts. There's like mops and stuff in there. And he's like crammed in this room with a... With a... With a desk. But why... Why can't this building is? I mean, we haven't seen all of it. I don't think. Um, like, the, obviously, got like the changing rooms and everywhere else. I don't understand why they can't find an office for Higgins. But I've been talking about it for five minutes, so I'm gonna stop now. But that's that's my biggest gripe. That's probably just it's it's not even really necessarily a problem for the show. It's just like why is it a thing that is happening? I I, I don't I don't get it. I feel like the the purpose of it is to be a just a joke, but I'm not finding it funny. Maybe some of you are. If you are write in, let me know. If let, if you are finding it funny, let me know why you're finding it funny. Um, but I'm not. It's it's silly. It's stupid. He's the director of football, and he is important to the football club. Um, but at least at least I mean they gave him a little nugget this week, didn't they? They talked about he was trying to sign this Bra- Brazil Brazili- uh, Brazilian left back, I think. That's like the first transfer talk we've had ever, apart from Danny signing in Season 1. So is it like one character a season, but in this case they didn't sign him? Um, because judging by their conversation when they're all confessing stuff, it's like Coach Beard, it's Ted Lasso, Roy, and Higgins, and Nathan. They're all confessing things right to each other about, like, oh, I did this and I did that. Um... I feel like there's a there's a lot of background stuff that goes on in this show. I feel like that we never hear about. So I don't know. Don't know what's going on with that. But anyway, um, now initially with the I want to move on next to the Rebecca. I'm just going to sort of pick whatever comes to mind to talk about next, and then I'll I'll try and save the end of the episode for the end of the podcast. Talk about the Sam and Rebecca stuff because that was pretty good. Um, so initially I didn't really get the purpose of like um, what's the name Sharon isn't it the. Uh, the the therapist she crashes her bike ted is sort of there to help her turns out that um sharon is um is is fine and everything like and then then there's a little comedy scene where she sort of stands up out from the wheelchair he says it's a miracle ted again using his um humor to mask um the depression i guess he's going through all the emotions that he's going through and he opens up relatively he opens up quite a lot by the end of the episode about his dad. That stuff was good that stuff was sad, but it was it was still good storytelling uh initially, I didn't really understand what they were doing with that ted, ted lasso sometimes as a show has this thing where like it starts off the episode with a few just random things that happen, and then it sort of tells you what they're doing sometimes by the end of the episode so they did they did a good job of setting it up and making me think like okay. Um, so she's crashed on her bike. She's totally fine, because the story wasn't about oh, she Sharon's injured. What are we going to do, or like she she didn't die or anything, which is great, but that was clearly just to push Ted and Sharon to have a conversation, which I don't mind um did she need to- ha- did she need to have an accident though did- could c- we had done something? Less dramatic. I don't know. It 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 worked anyway. I'm just wondering if you could have done if you didn't have to have the character being a in a uh, bike crash. Um, But they did what they did there. They made the choice, and that was uh, that was fine. But uh, it got Ted to open up, which was the point of all of it. And we got to actually see a bit more of a vulnerable side of um, Sharon as well, which was uh, which was interesting Um, because she's kind of a bit lonely, I guess, and she's living. In this apartment with like a small TV and I don't know because you, you get this little comment from Ted about like oh look it's your entertainment center and there's like not much there, so I mean I wasn't expecting her to have like three video game consoles like I do, <laughs> but uh, there's just there's not a lot in the in the, uh, the I think it's a house isn't it? There's sort of not a lot there, um, but I I appreciate that actually seeing a bit more of because before she was just the therapist and there was bits and pieces to her character but now they've sort of expanded on that character a bit more um so yeah it was uh, it was pretty it was pretty good to see some of that but just uh, a sad storyline overall um but uh, it's sort of like you got to see instead of Sharon being the one helping somebody somebody's helping her she's still a human being at the end of the day you know e- even though her job and her job in life is to help other people That doesn't mean that, like, she's okay with everything. Because we got to see a bit more of her life this week. And uh, initially I was like, okay, what are you you doing? Why are you showing us, like, more of Sharon? Is this going to be important? Where are you going? Okay, bike crash. What are you doing? Ted's here. Okay, you're trying to connect those two characters a bit more. Even though they've, like, had some chats. But it's sort of a way of pushing them to talk to each other a bit more. And then you got, like, you know, the reveals of, like, her home. The sort of life she's living. She's drinking a lot of wine, I think, as well. There was, like, four bottles of wine. Uh, And then, ultimately, the goal of, like, Ted opening up about his dad. So, they achieved their goal. It's just sort of... Sometimes the episodes can be a bit like, okay, why are we hearing about this? Why are we seeing this sort of thing? Um, But it gets paid off most of the time. So... um, so yeah it's a bit it's a bit like my comments before about Sam and his dad and the whole like window seat at the restaurant. It's like, okay, where are you kinda of going with that? But that was to do with like Nathan's confidence and his ego and that sort of thing. Or the the, the ego that he might be, be be building. Um he seemed better this week by the way, Nathan. But um yeah, still some still some concerns there possibly. So um let's talk about the match next, get on to a bit of football talk. What's wrong with the goalkeeper? Um, He didn't seem to be... Di- like when the Man City were putting away their five goals. He didn't seem to be diving properly for the ball. Now I don't know sort of what goes on with... Because obviously you've got like the actors here to play football. And you, you don't see that many actual proper football scenes. You see some of them. And you see bits and pieces of training and that. But I don't know. The way the goalkeeper was diving for some of those shots. I'm not surprised it was 5-0. Um but then yeah they get the fifth and it's like the 85th minute um so yeah i don't know but um yeah also um ted said like to to mike i think that was the referee mike dean wasn't it because i i recognized him i i see with me with ref- referees i recognize certain refs that i've seen before I-, I did recognize him i couldn't quite remember his name though i know sort of mike dean and uh, I can't think of referees' names right now, but I think that was supposed to be Mike Dean, wasn't it? Um, but that was that was cool to see, and then 'cause like Nathan swore at him or whatever, so that was interesting. Um, so, yeah, but uh, yeah, quick like slaughtering a five-nil in like a four-minute scene. Now I know they can't show a ninety-minute football game in a thirty or forty-five-minute episode. I know that you can't do that. Uh, that Whenever they tend to show anything from the matches, they tend to be quite short scenes. Um, but I would put some of that on the goalkeeper. And, well, the defence as well. But the goalkeeper just wasn't really diving properly for, the, for those shots. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So, anyway, that should lead me on to uh, talking about Jamie and his dad. Obviously connecting from the Higgins scene earlier. He gets the tickets for his dad. His dad's a bit of a prick, isn't he? Um... Yeah that was that was probably some of the most intense scenes that we've had in Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso doesn't tend to do drama scenes very much. Uh like sometimes you've got characters arguing with each other a bit but not um not in the sort of like dead silence everybody's quiet. Jamie sort of dealing with this um and it was kind of like fresh and interesting because we'd not even seen Jamie's dad before so that was sort of a massive just impactful thing for the episode um and I I like the way they built up to it as well um because one thing obviously got his dad turning up with a Jamie Tart, what was it number 52 or whatever uh shirt and he's like hey my son plays for the better club and all this and you can tell straight away even from his attitude when he's sitting in the stands um yeah, bit of bit, a bit of a showboating sort of prick in a way. Um or asshole or whatever word you want to use to to describe him. Um but yeah, one it, it, it I was really quite effective because obviously we knew Jamie as a character. We knew at some points he had a little bit of a I don't know about ego, but just to sort of like he liked to showboat a bit, especially at the start of the season with the whole reality show thing. And now I think he's turned a corner a bit, you know, making friends with some of the team again, getting on with Roy, sort of. Um. <laughs> Roy's such an interesting character. Um, but yeah, getting on with Roy a bit more, you know, getting on with Sam and in the haircut scene and everything like that. Um, and you see Jamie trying to enjoy himself and get in on the group. Um, and sort of, you know, he gets a text and he needs to go and sort the tickets out. But, uh,. Wow, his uh, his dad is quite something. His dad is really quite something. Um, and like you, you can clearly tell, he's like doesn't really care about his son. Um, he's only there for sort of like, oh yeah, the football at Wembley, and let's get some pictures. And like, hey lad, can you sort of sneak up, or whatever he said? Can you sneak us onto the pitch for a couple of photos? And Jamie's like, no, nah, I'm not gonna. I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was like, no, I'm not gonna do it. Um. Or like no, that's not happening or something. And then uh tables start to turn a bit more. But you can tell from the minute that he enters that changing room he's uh he was gonna be starting something, wasn't he? And of course Jamie punches him. So uh I like the way that Coach Beard throwed him out, actually. That was uh that was pretty good. Um I'm guessing we'll see Jamie's dad again. I don't know when exactly, but I, I think that we might uh, given that Jamie punched him as well. I don't think his dad's going to be okay with that. I think that we might see him again. Uh, I don't know when we might maybe. But I have a suspicion that we will. So. um, We shall see. We shall see. But uh, yeah. Just something a bit fresh for the show. To take a look at. Some of these like dead silence sort of. Drama scenes where there's one person. That's sort of dominating the room. And uh just given that we hadn't seen his dad before. Uh, I don't remember Jamie mentioning his dad much before anyway. Apart from... I mean you get a little hint earlier. Like much earlier in the episode. When he's talking to Higgins about the tickets. And he's like oh they can sit in the car park for all I care. You you knew from all the way back at that point in the episode. Which was what 20 minutes before. Um, that he's, there, there was something wrong there. With, uh, with his dad. Um, I think that did actually push... Ted a little bit more to... You know, it brought up the thoughts of his dad... Which is, you know, we see... Um, I message Jason... We see uh, Ted walking out the room... Uh, obviously, it's reminding of him of his dad... And uh, the suicide... At, uh, did he say age 16? Ted was when that happened... So, they're that, that all connected together... In a really, really interesting way... So... Um, what was the other point? So I noticed Sam and Rebecca I'm going to talk about... Talked about Higgins... Talked about Ted and Rebecca... Uh, Ted and Sharon talked about Jamie, talked about the match. Um, I did like the little scene where Nathan's like, okay, let's go defensive again. Maybe he thinks that, you know, from last time when it worked and he went five at the back or whatever it was that he did. And um, they're all kind of arguing with each other for a bit. But I think by that point, what was it, like 3 or 4 nil? by that point? I think the game was pretty much done. So, and yeah, I, I always stand by the message of like, you you play as hard as you can or as well as you can until the, until that final whistle blows but sometimes you know that a game's sort of done at a certain point um but yeah it just it just fell apart in the semi final so i don't know what the show is going to um i'm wondering like what will be achieved in the season finale because i don't know we don't know where they are in the league For promotion Um, They can't win a cup I don't know if they're in Because they wouldn't be in the Champions League They might still be in the Carabao Cup Although that's not even been mentioned Um, Because they said something about like Jamie when he got them relegated 11 months ago So it's right near the end of the season Obviously it's the FA Cup semi-final It's near the end of the season They wouldn't have European football Because they're not even in the right league for that um, so I don't know unless, unless the show suddenly tells us like near the, the last two episodes or something that they're near promotion and they get promoted at the end of the season Um, I remember in a Ted Lasso group that I was in somebody was predicting that they'd win the Premier League this season I was like okay first of all they're not in the Premier League to, to actually win it and they'd have to do a significant time skip of at that point, they were I think they were about halfway through the season or something. This was a few episodes ago. If you're going to have Richmond win the Premier League by the end of the season, you're going to have to jump like over a year's worth of time. Because first of all, they're going to have to win this league or playoffs and whatever, get promoted. And then they're going to have to have another full season to win the league. Um, but given that we've got... Wait, 9, 10, 11... Given that we've only got four episodes left... And you'd have to, you'd have to have a year's worth of screen, uh, not screen time, a year's worth of time, jump forward for that to happen. I think the the only thing they could do for the end of the season is maybe promotion, um, because they're not in the right league to win the Premier League. So, um, but I did actually read that la- next season is supposed to be the last one. So you could always do it to where they get, get promoted at the end of the season. We don't know where they're at in the league. So they could address that in the next couple of episodes. Uh, Because it would only take one episode to really do that. You could just jump forward and pretty much say like, hey, Richmond needs three points today or whatever. And then they have a last sort of game um, for like the season finale. And then you do a third and final season when they win the Premier League. But uh, that's not going to happen this season, I don't think. I'd I'd be really, really shocked if we get to the end of the season and we've jumped forward another season. I'd be I'd be disappointed actually as well because that's just like trying to rush things too much. So, But that would be... Them getting promoted this season and win, winning the league next season would be a really great way to end the series, I think. So, yeah. Um, anyways, take a quick little break and then we'll come back and talk about Sam and Rebecca. And then finish up for, for the podcast. So, see you for that in a minute. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which Okay recently on entertainment talk uh yesterday I went to see Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings I really really enjoyed it uh, another excellent film from the MCU something very very different this time as well something that at certain points didn't even feel like a Marvel film for good reasons I suppose uh, something a bit more something a bit more fresh for the MCU something very very different as well and i really enjoyed it really really great action and of course more brilliant setup for the next parts of the mcu which is what those films tend to do so i gave that a must-see rating you can listen to the first half of that which is spoiler free if you haven't seen the film but i recommend that you do very much so uh that's for shang chi and legends of the ten rings uh walking dead still continuing season 11 episode 3 is the newest one and then we'll keep doing that on wednesdays Going forward, like we always do. So that's for Walking Dead. Did a podcast for Watching the Witcher. This is a review for uh, Nightmare of the Wolf. It's a prequel animated film, still on Netflix. Uh, this is about Vesemir, who is um the one that trained Geralt. Um, so it's about that. It's about a younger version of uh, Vesemir. And shows you kind of some of his journey, so you can listen to that if you've seen the film. Uh, did a podcast called "Celebrating Crash Bandicoot's 25th Anniversary," which is talking about uh, the journey of the little Bandicoot himself, Crash Bandicoot, PlayStation mascot. Uh, talking about his 25 years, going through the games, what I think of them, and talking about my experience of the character at a young age, because uh, he's kind of my like childhood, part of my childhood nostalgia, that 90s PlayStation nostalgia. So uh, that was really good to do. Uh United Cast transfer wrap up talk for the summer transfer window that just finished for 2021 um the 22 season. Um talking about Ronaldo obviously joining the club, people like Dan James being sold and uh, also talking with uh, Varun uh, who is my new co-host for the United Cast. Uh talking with him about his opinions on different players, the manager, all that kind of stuff. Uh, May United do play against Newcastle tomorrow. But it looks like it won't be on TV, so I don't know what we're going to do about that. But we'll figure that out as well. So um, look out for that. Uh, CW superheroes for Black Lightning season four, covering the final season of the TV show. Uh, did a must-see review for Kevin Klinef himself. It's a uh, sitcom blended with a drama, really well blended with a drama. Uh, stars Annie Murphy as um, the main sort of like uh, the wife of uh, of Kevin and everything. And uh, that was a really, really good show. It's an AMC show in the US. And it's available on um, on uh, Amazon uh, U- Amazon Prime in the UK, which is available as a box set. So you can go and watch that. And it has been renewed for a second season as well. So you don't be superheroes for The Flash, season 7, episode 10. That was the newest podcast for that. And that's pretty much what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Just search for Entertainment Talk. Alright, oh, by the way, for Gaming Talk, I know I've obviously not spoken about that yet. We're doing that later because of the PlayStation showcase from yesterday. So look out for the Gaming Talk podcast later today for Friday. So look out for that. Um, uh, Yeah, Rebecca and Sam uh, worked out pretty well. Worked out pretty well indeed. Um, I really like what they're doing here. And we finally got the scene that we've been waiting for, which is them realising... That they'd been talking to each other. Initially Rebecca's like. This can't happen. And uh, I like the way that Sam sort of gently is like. You know. it's So we can have dinner. It's it's okay. It doesn't have to be a day. And then of course they kiss by the end of the episode. Well they kissed a bit earlier than that actually didn't they. I think that first kiss with Rebecca and Sam. Because she's the one that kind of like. Initiates that. I think that was her sort of like. Falling for him. A bit more. Um. In terms of how this is going to work going forward, I actually think everybody will be okay with this, because I was I was watching this scene at the end. I was like, okay, how is this going to work out with like HR? And then immediately after, I thought to myself, has HR ever even been mentioned in this show? Um, I don't think it has. And it's not. I mean, there isn't really anybody, you know, board wise. Above Rebecca, um, you know, if you, you you could maybe come up with the situation that let's say she was one of the coaches and Sam was still one of the players, you could have it so that the owner would have a problem with that, but she is the owner, so there's nobody actually above her in like in terms of like the the board and everything, uh, for the club. Um, I mean, yeah, you got like investors and stuff like that, but I I mean. The sponsor they got at the moment is the banter app... Which is the one that um, Keely made anyway... Because they haven't got the... It was at Dubai Air or something from before... They haven't got that anymore... So I don't really see there being an issue with this actually going forward... It, initially it was like oh my god... Sam is like the one messaging her... Uh, how is this all going to work? And we were all a bit, a bit sort of... Confused at how it might work... Because I mean as as Rebecca mentions... There's such a big age gap between the two of them. Um, I mean, she doesn't. I don't know how old she is supposed to be, but he. She says, "Like, oh well, you're 26, aren't you?" He says, "I'm 21." Um, I'm guessing. I'm gonna guess that she's in her late 30s. I don't remember Rebecca's age getting rem- getting mentioned before. I'm gonna guess that she's near her 40s, uh, like late 30s, early 40s. I don't think that she's much older than that, because um, I would put Keely as like a mid. Uh, 30s, like a 35, 33 at the youngest-ish age. Because they obviously hang out all the time and stuff. Uh, Keely and Rebecca. Um, and I just, I think Rebecca's slightly older than Keely. Um, but I think they're all kind of like mid to late 30s, early 40s. But anyway, Sam being all the way back to 21, obviously that causes a bit of an issue between the two of them. But hey, at the end of the day, they're not doing anything wrong. Um you know, age differences shouldn't really mean that much, unless of course the person's too young, and they're underage, then obviously that's where you have the problem, but Sam's 21, like, that's fine, he's not, you know, 14 or 15, um, for some of you that don't, might not know as well, I think, because I think the, the the legal age in the UK is 16, and I think for the US it's 18, isn't it, uh, because there's like different ages for different things in the US, like you can't, you can't drive until you're 21 I think you can drive when you're 17 in the UK you can drink when you're 18 in the UK actually I think you have to be 21 to drink in the UK don't you so Sam would be able to drink so in, in the US sorry you have to be 21 to drink you have to be 18 in uh, in the UK so I know there's slight age like different, different things but anyway Sam is 21 so like he, he's not some he's not some youth player in the team that's like 15 years old or 16 years old um so, there, this, this, I, I don't really see an issue with this, um, as to why they can't. You know, they make it. They clearly make each other happy, even in the little montage that we got for that first date. They seem to clearly make each other happy. So, why not? Why can't they? Why can't they do it? Um, I mean, if I'm thinking about the other characters' reactions. I'm most interested in, like, Keely and Roy's reaction. I think the the, the lads, the boys, you know, at the the club, I think they'll all be happy for him. Um, Higgins will be in a cupboard anyway, so he'll never see them. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, Higgins will just be in some cupboard somewhere and probably won't know. Um, Ted will probably just make a joke about it. Sharon will maybe say something about, like, their state of mind, maybe I'm just thinking about how the different characters might react. Jamie, I think will be fine with it. Roy, I think will be fine with it. Coach Beard and Nathan, I think will be fine with it. uh Sharon might have some questions um but no, I don't say, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong. It could be like you know Keely turns around and is like, "What the hell are you doing, or maybe Ted says something, or Higgins um comes out of a cupboard or whatever. I don't mean that in terms of him. Like because obviously there's the phrase like coming out the closet. I didn't mean it in, in that sort of like. Him being gay or whatever. Um Obviously I just meant because he's literally now sitting in cupboards. As he's doing his work. Um But I don't know. But Higgins isn't really involved in much anyway. So. <laughs> um But no let me know if you think that somebody. One of the characters. If, if, one, if you think one of the characters might have an issue. With their uh, relationship. Um. Because I'm going to guess at the end of this episode they spend a the night together. Um, and Sam also hints at like, hey, you know, I gave you my address for, the, for next time. Uh, very confident of him. Very, very confident for him to say that. Um, good on him though. Good good on both of them. I'm happy for both of them. Uh, yeah, there's a bit of an age gap. But like, okay. Um, so, yeah. But uh, fantastic episode this week. I'm uh, really looking forward to seeing where things go. How the team reacts to... Uh, being knocked out the semi final. What happens with Ted going forward now that he's opening up a bit more? What room Higgins is going to be hiding in next week? Um, what is going to happen like the, the morning after with Rebecca and Sam? How Keely's going to react to that? Because remember, Ke- Keely knows obviously, doesn't she, that they're going on the date, so she's going to want to know what happened. I wonder if Rebecca's going to lie to Keely and say like, oh, it was just some hunky older guy or something like that. Um I don't know. I'm wondering if somebody knocks on her door the next morning and Sam is gonna be in there. I dunno. I don't know. Or or we could start off the episode with something completely different next time. I don't know. So um we shall see. But anyway, let me know your thoughts on this episode. What do you think is gonna happen with Sam and Rebecca? Do you think any characters are gonna have issues with it? What do you think of Higgins just being in cupboards now? Or whatever it is that he's doing. I just... <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, let me know what you think of everything I mentioned in, in the episode. Anything that you'd like to mention. What do you think of the goalkeeper? Uh, what do you think happens to the team at the end of the season? What do you think happens by the end of the series? Because I mentioned that. Uh, Matthew dot org Twitter Talk UK is a contact page and information in your show notes. Let me know what you think uh, of all of that. Um, yeah, we've got what... Um, What's the next episode is 9 isn't it Uh, Episode 9 I think we got 12 haven't we So 9, 10, 11, episodes left for the season Good amount of episodes considering what's happening Uh, Do you think Jamie's dad's going to come back next week What do you think is going to happen with that Um, Let me know what you think Uh, Cool Uh, They set up some really interesting stuff for the end of the season And I'm really looking forward to seeing how it all plays out So uh, join me next week For the um, next episode Episode 9 next week Um, for all of that, Uh, thank you very much for listening you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, for TV, video games, films, and Manchester United podcasts, Um, by the way last week, when I said I think I know what the episode's going to be about, when it said Man City, I thought what they were going to, because when you think of the uh, title Man City, and you think football, Manchester City, which is what it ended up being for, I thought they were going to do some sort of like men's mental health thing and it's like a men's city, because um, that's what the season's been focusing on, which is men's mental health. So you call it Man City, but it ended up being about the team anyway, so never mind. Uh, but in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, uh, TV, video games, films, Manchester United podcast. You can also find us on your favourite podcast platform, just search for Entertainment Talk to find out all of that. Uh, if you like what you've heard and want to support more of what we're doing, you, you can either listen to more episodes that we've got, you can tell people that you know about the website and the podcast that we do, podcast services, just tell them where, where we are and wh- what we do and where they can find us, all that sort of thing. Social media, Facebook, Twitter, Facebook groups, whatever you'd like to use for sharing the episodes around, that would really, really help us out, get more listeners, you know, that sort of thing, so consider that as well. Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, ad-free podcast review options, check that out as well if you'd like to for that uh, for your TV and your film news David's got you covered over on geektown.co.uk there's also Geek Town Radio Geek Town Radio episodes get posted on Tuesdays so check out this week's episode from a few days ago for Geek Town Radio Beck streams daily mostly pretty much over on Twitch Trista Bytes Trista B-Y-T-E-S go and give her a follow over there you can also find me on Twitch as well UK for my different streams and if you miss any of my streams you can find them archived later on YouTube Entertainment Talk Plays fantastic episode And I'll see you for the next one. Goodbye.